what's going on y'all once again it's another episode of female influence i am back with the ninth episode i'm so happy um, i don't have any guests on this time it's just me but i got some great information i want to give you guys and i hope that it blesses you so let's get started without further ado so this episode is very near and dear to me um And the reason why is because we're going to be discussing a few ways that you can tell if you are on track in your purpose. And the reason why this episode is near and dear to me is simply because uh, walking in purpose is actually something that I had a very difficult time doing. I have always been a very indecisive person. Um, Never, never really. And I still don't really know what I want to do, like career wise. Um, I know what my purpose is, but I don't really know where God is going to take me in that purpose. Um, and then career-wise, is just a whole other different story. Um, so graduated from high school, had absolutely no clue what I wanted to do. I ended up going to school as a nursing major. Um, realized that I just did not want to be dealing with that. So I ended up, long story short, I ended up graduating with a degree in criminal justice. Still had absolutely no clue what I wanted to do with that. Um, and ended up getting a job, you know, in the courts. Didn't really like it, but it was a great start. Um, I liked being in the courts, but I didn't like my position. <laughs> I'll just say that. Um, but what really got me was just the simple fact that um, for so long in my life, I have just been so indecisive about what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And I always, my prayer is always that I will have a one-track mind. Like, I will be focused on one specific thing, not all over the place, but being indecisive has caused me money, cost me money. It has caused me to just be all over the place in my life. And it's really just not something that you want to be, being indecisive, just not knowing. And so as I continue to just grow in different areas, try different things, move from job to job, you know, um, I started realizing that I really needed to figure out what my purpose in life was because my purpose would then get me to the career that I really want. And so um, I just wanted to give you guys some tips on how you can actually tell if you're actually walking in purpose. I struggle with this. Um, I struggled with being able to tell whether or not I was walking in purpose. I was always questioning God. I I just didn't know. And it wasn't that I didn't know. It was like I knew but I just always wanted to be sure because indecisive, indecisiveness played a huge part in my life. So if you are one of those people who you just don't know, you don't know what your purpose is, you don't know what it is that you're supposed to be doing, um, or if you feel like you're just all over the place, this episode is definitely for you. Um, this episode is for anybody who who's in purpose, who just needs to continue to keep themselves focused on track. Um, this episode is for you guys. So I'm just going to head right into it. Um, these are a few ways that I kind of tell myself that I'm on track or keep myself on track in my purpose. And so number one is you're going to go through some things. You're going to suffer. You're going to have some pain. One thing that I learned at a very young age, oftentimes the thing that you struggle with the most or dislike the most is more than likely the thing that God's, that God wants you to pursue. Like, have you ever noticed something that you dislike always showing up, showing itself in your life or, you know, you're constantly and consistently presented with opportunities that pertain to this very thing? 
I went through that. Like, I went through that. For instance, I, I had never liked kids, you know, prior to having my own kids. Working with children just was not something that I really wanted to do. Um, and I always used to even tell my mom that I did not want to have any kids because she always used to make me watch my siblings. <laughs> but as I continued to grow, it just seemed like all the time I was being presented with opportunities that involved me serving children. And um, I started to realize that it may be one of my callings, you know. And, of course, you know, I prayed about it and, you know, uh, sought God in reference to that. And, you know, he showed me what it was I'm supposed to be doing with kids. But, you know, if you are feeling like you are in a season of life where so many things are going wrong and you keep having issues, you know, reevaluate those things. Okay? People or situation or whatever it may be. And pray and ask God to show you the vision for it because, my thing was I just I, I was just all over the place I was just all over the place but yet this one thing that I kept saying I did not want kept presenting itself in my life and um you know at some point I had to yield to it I had to stop and say okay God you know what do you want me to do with this because you keep showing this to me you keep giving me opportunities in reference to this and I know that I keep pushing it off but obviously it's something that's supposed to happen or take place in my life you know, now I am not in any way trying to tell you guys to stay in a bad situation or a relationship, but this is where the God and faith foundational supports come in. You know, what we talked about in the very beginning of my podcast. Um, so if you have not listened to the first, what, four podcasts, five podcasts, I suggest you go back and listen to them so that you can know what I'm talking about in reference to the God and the faith foundational supports. But this is where they come in because you have to be in um, a relationship with God you know, in a, a mutual relationship with God to be able to discern what is for your purpose and what is not, you know, and when you are going through, you have to be able to stand firm in your faith. Okay. So first Peter five and 10 says, you know, the God of all grace who called you to this eternal glory in Christ, God called you will himself restore, establish, strengthen, and support you after you have suffered a little while you have to go through, you have to go through pain and suffering is a part of your process. It's a part of your process. You have to go through some pain to really get to purpose. You know why? Because without it, you would not be who you are and you would not be equipped to walk in your purpose if you can't make it through the process. You know, so I remember telling someone one time, you know, what's worse, the pain of the process or the pain of never fulfilling God's purpose for your life? You got to choose. You have to choose. You're either going to go through this pain to get through this process, to get to your purpose, or you're just not going to fulfill that purpose at all. You know, and I love God and I don't think God is a mean God, but I do think that when he uh, created us, he created us all with a purpose. And the longer you wait, you know, to, to, to bring that purpose into fruition into your own life, God would just take that purpose and give it to somebody else. He's going to get his purpose and his will done regardless of what we do even if he has to get it done through someone else. So that is one way to know that you are walking in purpose. If you feel like all hell is breaking loose in your life, go back and reevaluate that. Sit down, look at it, ask God, what do you need me to learn from this? How is this conducive to my purpose? Is this growing me? Is this helping me to evolve? Is this, what does this have to do with what it is that you have called me to do?
Okay, so number two is you know that you are walking in purpose when you are serving someone else. Okay, so if you are not serving someone else within your purpose, you probably are not in God's will for your life. Um, God created us to serve. He created us to serve his people. He created us to serve other people. He created us to um, to help bring other people into salvation. You know, so if you find yourself more interested in doing things for yourself, then know and understand that you are probably not walking in your purpose. In purpose, it is impossible for, for you to only serve yourself. You can't do it. That's not how purpose works. And if that's what you're doing, you're not in purpose. You can definitely benefit from walking in your purpose, but your purpose is not for you. Okay, so if you find that you are always putting other people down or beneath you, then you are not walking in purpose. First Thessalonians 5 and 11 says, encourage one another and build each other up. Okay, so you have to be more interested in wanting to help other people, you know, building up, encouraging, giving hope to other people above yourself. Your purpose is not a one man show. Since the day you were born, you were given a purpose that was created to impact the lives of a tribe of people directly connected to you. And you will never get to your tribe, um, get to the tribe that you are supposed to have being selfish. Okay, your purpose is supposed to humble you and serving other people is a very humbling experience. Trust me, especially when it's people who are not so nice. You know, so you have to get to a point where sowing seeds and for the needs of other people becomes more important um, than sowing seeds for yourself, if that makes sense. Okay. All right. So number three is you get to a point where you only want to please God. You know, so when you get to a point where you realize that other people's opinions don't matter to you anymore and you become determined to just walk in what God called you to do no matter how crazy it looks because you love God and because you love his people and you love your family and you begin to understand the importance of you walking in your purpose under the will of God that is when you are truly in his will for your life you know so for instance let's look at the story of Noah and the ark you know and that's in Genesis 7 and 8 Noah was a righteous, blameless man in the eyes of God. And because of that, God allowed Noah or gave Noah access to some information that he didn't tell anyone else. That he was sending a flood because it was everybody else was so wicked in the world. They were in sin. They were not walking in their purpose. And so God decided to wipe the earth out. But he decided that he was going to save Noah and his family and keep two of every animal so that they could start over. And... I think I thought that was amazing because when you are under God's will, you know, he will give you vision for things that he has never given to anyone else. So it's almost like you get access to classified information um, because Noah got access to classified information in reference to this flood. And because of that, he was able to save himself and his family. You know, now what interested me about the story of Noah is that if you read it and I didn't even realize it until now, um, Noah never spoke at all when God was telling him to build the ark and to bring the animals on the ark. You know, in the beginning when God first approached him and basically told him what was going to happen, Noah didn't say anything. He just did what God told him to do. You know, so just think about how many of us give God lip when he asks us to do, asks us to do something. You know, we complain, we cry, 
We fight against God. Some of us even back away from God. We do everything but what he called us to do. And many of us even question God, even though his word says that in the end we will have the victory, which is crazy to me. Because if you're walking in purpose, even though you're going through, because God's word says, you know, you have the victory in the end. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and never never beneath. You know, we don't believe that. Oftentimes we continue to question God. God, why am I in this situation? God, why me? God, why is this happening to me? Okay, pleasing God is just simply being obedient. Pleasing God means it doesn't matter how crazy it looks at all. It doesn't matter how crazy you look. It doesn't matter how crazy the situation looks. If God called you to it, he's going to get you through it and you can do it. <laughs> I didn't mean to rhyme right there, y'all, but Noah looked really crazy building that art, okay? You know, he looked really crazy until it started to rain. And everybody quickly realized he wasn't as crazy as they thought. You know, when I wake up in the mornings, I always say, God, give me a heart that desires to please you and you only. Anything that does not please you, remove from me right now. Anything that doesn't line up with what you want for my day, for my purpose has to go. Okay? Because you can't serve God and serve other people. Or, or other things. You have to make a decision. Galatians 1 and 10 says, for, I, for am I now trying to persuade people or God? Or am I striving to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. You have to choose. And when you choose, it becomes so much easier to walk in your purpose. So if you find yourself always trying to please other people or things, then you should step back and really evaluate if you are really walking in your purpose or not. Because your purpose, it, it don't take all that. It don't take all that trying to please a bunch of people. It don't take all that trying to make a bunch of people happy. You know, trying to base your decisions and your purpose off how people are going to feel. It don't take all that. Okay? You have to make a choice. You're either going to please him or please other people. It's, it's no in between. So number four is you become very content in who you are. So content in who you are. Now, obviously this is a, talking about a mindset shift situation. And, um, in order for you to, to affect the lives of your tribe, you know, the people that are directly connected to you, you have to love yourself on the outside and the inside. One, one thing that I noticed is that there are a lot of beautiful, messy women walking around. And before you scrunch up your face, okay, let me explain. And the only reason that I know this is because I was one of them, okay? A beautiful, messy woman is a woman who is lit on the outside, okay? Makeup popping, outfit popping, you got the matching purse and the shoes, your hair is laid, but you're tore up on the inside, okay? You're riddled with hurt. You compare yourself to other people all the time. You're in pain. You suffer from low self-esteem. Your true self is blinded by what you deal with on a regular basis when you close that door. Take off that makeup. Throw those clothes to the side. You suffer from depression. You know, whatever it is. And this stuff stifles the purpose you know and not only that but it makes it hard for you to truly 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 love yourself okay it makes it so hard in order to walk in purpose you have to learn to love who you are where you are 
you know? So if you just had babies, you got to learn how to love that new body because your body changes, okay? If you are single and you, you're looking to, to get married, you know, get you a man, you have to love yourself in your singleness before you can love yourself in your marriedness. And that's not even a word, but um, you have to love yourself first. And I think that that is a huge issue. Like that is, that's like actually number one on this list, like other than pleasing God, you have to love yourself before you can really go out here and affect change in other people. You can't be going out here teaching people to have high self-esteem in themselves, to walk in their purpose, you know. And this is for me, guys. I can't go out here and I can't talk talk to other women about, you know, being who God called them to be and walking in their purpose and loving themselves if I'm not doing the same for myself. It doesn't work like that. You have to understand that you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. You know, in spite of what you did, in spite of what you've gone through, in spite of how you feel, that doesn't define or determine who you are. Okay, your past doesn't define or determine who you are. God loves you the way that you are, where you are. You know, but how can you properly see God's love, God's vision for your life if you are only worried about comparing yourself to the next woman, to her journey, to her looks, to her body, to her marriage? You don't know what that woman did to get that. You don't know what that woman went through to get that. All you need to do is worry about yourself. You can't be worried about, you know, your physical appearance or um, uh, you can't continue to speak and think negatively about yourself and then think that you're going to go out here and just walk in your purpose all willy-nilly. It doesn't work like that. Walking in your purpose means embracing who you are and loving that woman inside and outside taking care of that woman inside and outside and being happy about the woman that you see in that mirror. Okay. When you can love yourself the way God loves you, then you can go into the world and effect change and you can become so carefree in who God called you to be because it's not going to matter what it looks like. It is not going to matter what you look like on the outside. It's going to matter what you look like, what you feel like on the inside. Okay, so the last one I want to talk about is another way that you know that you are in purpose is you're going to begin seeing the harvest of some of the seeds you planted. Okay, so when you are in purpose, purpose itself is seed time and harvest when you really think about it. Okay, and it's really about you planting, actively waiting, actively waiting, not just waiting, but actively waiting. And then reaping your harvest, okay? And that's literally what your purpose is, is all about, okay? When you are in your purpose, you will eventually start seeing the harvest of seed that you planted before. So, like I said before, seed time and harvest is a process that I believe pretty much sums up your purpose, okay? It's simple. It's seed, actively wait, reap the harvest. Now, the tricky part about seed time and harvest is that you have to plant your seeds in a specific season, and many of us don't even know what season of life we are in. I've been there. I know. I get it. Sometimes we don't even know when to plant. Sometimes we don't even know what to plant. But what you need to understand is that everything that you speak, everything that you do, qualifies as a seed. Okay? Everything that you do and everything that you say, you are planting into your life. And that is where the power of the tongue comes in. There's the power of life and death in the tongue. 
So where you are today, I guarantee is based off of something you said or did years ago or something that you didn't say or didn't do. It's very important that you understand what you plan always comes back to you. A majority of the time, it comes back greater and bigger, and that's for good and bad. So if you're planting negativity in your life, then guarantee that you're going to reap a harvest of greater negativity, of negative things. Okay? Seed time harvest is a hard process at times because... You know, this world is moving so quickly and we want everything so quick, you know, but we have to understand that our purpose isn't a quick thing. Okay. It's something we have to walk in, work in and take our time on. When we plant a seed, we cannot see it at work in the ground. Okay. We can't see it at work in the ground. We can't see it growing. We can't see it taking root. We can't see the process that happens underground and believe that an entire process happens underground before you ever see anything on top, okay? Our seed is growing and taking root as long as we are continuing to to walk in our purpose, okay? God is blessing our seed as long as we continue to water it and take care of it. What does that mean? That means that as long as we are doing what we are supposed to do in the will of God, that means that anything that we plant is being taken care of by God because we are under his will. That means that our seed is under his will. Okay. 2 Corinthians 9 and 10 says, Now the one who provides seed for the sower and bread for food will also provide and multiply your seed and increase the harvest of your righteousness. Okay? Not only does God provide the seed for us to plant anyway, but when we do plant it, instead of doing God knows whatever else with our seed, um, he multiplies it. He increases the harvest of our righteousness. Will it get hard? Yes. Will there be difficult times? Yes. Will there be times that you want to dig up that little seed to see what it's doing? Yes. But don't. Don't do it. Little by little. Okay? Little by little, that seed will begin to grow above ground. And you will begin to see the manifestation of what you planted. And then you will understand why you had to go through what you went through. You will understand why God had you planted and buried for so long. You will understand that you were planted to grow and evolve in your purpose. You weren't just stuck in dirt and difficult times and pain just because. Okay, just because you were planted doesn't mean you were stuck. And I think that that may be where some of us, where some of us are right now in our process. We're planted and we don't see anything moving or evolving in our life. So we think that we're in a, in a place of being stuck. No, that's not what that means. That means that you need to be actively waiting because you're, you're, you're growing, you're evolving. You need to go back and reevaluate where you are right now. You need to go back and look and say, okay, God, I see. Okay, I was growing, I was evolving there. Have y'all ever done that before? I mean, I do that all the time. Like, I might think about an, an old situation and realize that, you know, while I was in it, I thought I was stuck. But now that I'm out of it, I look back and I realize that I learned something from this situation something good came from that situation. I grew, I evolved in that situation. Um, and God brought me out. God brought me out. He allowed me to reap harvest. Okay. So you are in purpose on purpose. 
okay? Your purpose holds the key to all of your answers. So you have to believe that. You have to walk in that. You have to understand that what you plant is going to come back to you a hundredfold. Like you are not, when you're speaking negative things about yourself, positive things about yourself, you are planting into your life. When you're doing negative things, when you're doing positive things, you are planting. You are planting in your life, okay? You're planting seeds in your life. What kind of harvest do you want to reap? So know this. Know that when you plant positive seeds and you begin to see or reap the harvest of those seeds, and, and your plant, your tree, whatever it may be, pops above ground and you begin to see the manifestation of what it is that you planted years ago, days ago, a month ago, whenever you planted it, you have to know and understand that you are in purpose. You are in purpose. I mean, you're always going to reap what you sow. But when it comes to your purpose... And you were reaping things in reference to that. And you began to harvest them. You're in purpose. You are in purpose. So rest in that. Um, I hope that these blessed your life. Um, these five. These are five ways that you can tell whether or not you're on track. You're going to go through some stuff. You're going you're gonna to feel like you're, you're in a chaos. Um, you're going to feel pain. You're going to feel pressure. Um, if you are serving someone else. Okay, your purpose requires that you walk in servitude. Okay, when you have a desire to only want to please God, He's the only one that matters when it comes to your purpose, other than the tribe of people that He has connected you to, but He still needs to be first in your life. Okay, you become content in who you are when you realize that you love the skin you're in, when you realize you love who you are, when you stop worrying about. The blemishes on your face, how your hair looks, you know, what you got on when you go to the grocery store. When you really and truly become content with who you are on the inside, when you really realize that you're starting to have a heart after God, when you're studying his word more to try to learn who you are, you know, you're in purpose, you're in purpose. And last but not least, uh, you will begin seeing the harvest for what you reaped, for what you sowed, sorry. What you sowed, you will begin to reap the harvest for what you sowed, okay? So, I hope that this helped you guys. I hope that this blessed you. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. I love y'all. So, those were just a few ways that could help you tell whether or not you are on track within your purpose. I am sure there are many more ways, but for me, these are just a few ways that I evaluate on a regular basis so that um, I can constantly keep myself on track in my purpose, you know? What am I planting? Am I aiming to please God and not other people? Am I walking in servitude? You know, we have to learn how to hold ourselves accountable in our purposes because purpose is not easy and it is so easy to get distracted from what God has called us to do. So it's important to put certain things in place that helps you stay on track and get back on track if you have strayed away. 
It is so easy to give up in your purpose when you don't see the fruits of your labor. But remember that you're going to go through things. Remember that your process requires some pain. Continue to be authentically you and love yourself without trying to please anyone but God. Um, Ask God, how can I serve your people in my purpose? Ask him that every day. Stay focused, but most of all, fight for your purpose. Fight hard to become who God called you to be. You are not mediocre. Your purpose is not mediocre. It's important for you to get to that harvest, okay? Your power is in your purpose. Your money is in your purpose. Your healing is in your purpose. Your breakthrough is in your purpose. So fight harder, okay? So I hope that you all enjoyed this episode of Female Influence. We are coming up on our season finale, episode 10 next week, and then we will be back this summer, but mama needs a break, okay? Okay, I need a break, y'all, for real, though. Um, Let me tell y'all, this toddler, newborn at home, got your girl exhausted, and in order for me to give you good content, I have to make sure that I take care of myself first. So that goes back to loving me loving the woman that I am okay so if you enjoyed this episode share it like it comment give me some feedback you know I thank y'all for your love and support once again female of influence is going to be doing some amazing things this summer and we even have a huge announcement at the end of this month so make sure you subscribe to the mailing list follow me on um, follow female of influence on instagram um you can follow me on facebook brianna callis um, b-r-i-a-n-a last name c-a-l-l-i-s um and you can also follow me on twitter uh at brie underscore chevelle um b-r-i underscore s-h-a-v-e-l-l so i want you guys to stay in the loop i want you guys to um just keep up with everything that we're doing so um subscribe to the mailing list you can find the mailing list under my link in the bio of my facebook page or my instagram page um, and just remember that, that you need to walk in purpose on purpose. You know, your purpose definitely holds your power and you can do this. Okay. You can do this. You can walk in purpose on purpose. So I love you all. I hope that you guys have a wonderful rest of the week and I will see you guys next week. Peace.